0: And the words I speak and the words we hear be your words of life to us, our God. Amen. Amen. So here at St George's in Hordington, we are doing the season of creation early. So the season, season of creation is normally uh, from the first of September. When the uh, in 1980, I think the Ecumenical Patriarch of Constantinople invited all Orthodox churches to pray for creation. And it runs through to the 4th of October, uh, which is the feast of St. Francis of Assisi. And so during the season of creation, which has been going, well, kind of gathering speed from when uh, the Catholic Church decided to adopt it uh, in the kind of mid 2000, like you know, 2005, somewhere around there, uh, it is an ecumenical time where churches all around the world are invited to spend basically the month of September, thinking about our relationship with creation. And that has become a little bit more urgent uh, since uh, 2018 when the IPCC uh, gave its report and said, essentially we have till 2030 to halve our emissions and if we don't, uh, it's going to be pretty grisly. So uh, churches have been taking this a lot more seriously since then. So we join Orthodox churches, Catholic churches, Lutheran churches, Anglican churches, Methodist churches, Presbyterian churches, lots of other churches all around the world who join with people of other faiths and people of no faith to contribute our little trickle. Sometimes it feels hopeless, doesn't it? The problem is so big and we are so small, what difference can we make? Well... As the resources for this year's season of creation talk about, mighty rivers start as tiny little trickles. And we are invited to contribute our tiny little trickle of concern and prayer and action and maybe even voting to make a difference, to actually bring some change in how we live in this world fortuitous thing about doing our season, uh, the reason we're doing season of creation early is because I'm not here in September and I'm the vicar and I went, I want to do it, so we will do it in July, and so then, so we're doing it in July. The joy of that is Matariki, is right in the middle of it this year, which uh, is a joy really, this gift from Ngaiwi Te Aotearoa to the rest of us. Um, in this church, Bonnie talks about Matariki on our Harvest Festival, and uh, kind of talks about the stars and the stories around those stars, um, but I thought I'd just talk about it a little bit more, because, as I said, it's more than just a day off, it's more than just a day to rest, although it was good to have a day to rest, I'd have to say, uh, and so partly it is today to stop and to remember those who have died, and to let them go, um, but I also wonder as we celebrate the season of creation if it is also, so this is a Barry Parker kind of adaptation of it um, so I could be fused of cultural appropriation I get that uh, but, but I also wonder whether it's an opportunity for us to stop and to reflect on the creatures of creation and the areas of creation that have died over this last year because of our actions they are no more because of how we live our lives. So as we look with the light of Powita what has been the loss to our world over the last year? Matariki also reminds us, I think, of our interconnection and dependence, not only with each other but also with the whole of creation. It reminds us that our lives should be in sync with the rhythms of our world. So, when that, those cluster of stars come up, it is time to prepare for the new harvest, to sow the seeds. Life was lived in rhythm, what was happening in the rest of creation. When we look at white tea, the fresh water on which our lives depend, the fresh water underneath us, the fresh water that we can see all around us, the fresh water in the sky, or waita, the salt water, the oceans, the lungs of this world who act with the forests of this world to clean, but also to uh, hold so much life, this precious thing that we are warming with no real understanding of what that will mean, and of choking plastic. Or... As we look at tukua or tukua rangi, the tupua or tupua all that grows in the earth and all that lives in the earth, uh, all that we need to sustain our life, all that turns that dirt to soil, all those living organisms, and all that then lives above the tree on the trees and in that those plants in the air, all those things that we depend on for life. Itself, our lives are intimately connected with all of those, and Matariki invites us to stop and to pause and to reflect on how much our lives depend on all of those things, and how our lives need to be lived in connection with those things. And then Ururangi. I think I left out Waikuna Arangi because that's the mist and the rain, and to be honest, we've had way too much of that this year, so uh, just, you know, tai Uh And Ururangi, the wind, and those last two have been affected by the way we live. Um, we have put, there is now 7% more water in the atmosphere than there was 20 years ago or 100 years ago, uh, which is why there's so much more rain. That rain that goes up has to come out again. Uh, the wind is stronger because of what we're doing to the sea. As we hold all of that in relationship, we then have Hiwa e Tarangi, the star that allows us to think about the future and to think about what is it that we long for, what is it that we hope for in the coming year. And it might invite us to think about, as mihinari, What does it mean for us to be people of faith in God? What is it that we long for or hope for? So, um, during this season of creation, we've been watching videos, and that's probably the longest sermon they've had since uh, Bonnie preached uh, for our Harvest Festival. Uh, And these videos mostly come from the Religious Diversity Centres, to Mana Oteo, Building a Climate of Hope, their webinar series, uh, which are all found on YouTube, uh, with a number of different people talking about uh, climate change and uh, how we address that as people of faith. Uh, but today I thought we'd do something different. Um, so uh, in 2020, in preparation for the Lambeth Conference, the Anglican Indigenous Network prepared three videos to be part of the presentations at the Lambeth Conference, which is the conference for all the bishops. And uh, they wanted to give an indigenous perspective on on climate change and what's happening to our world. So I have taken uh, the one from Daniel Anglican Church in Aotearoa and the Pacific, and um, I've edited it down to one piece of it. Uh, So we're now going to watch that one piece of it, um, uh, which offers... uh, an indigenous reflection on our relationship with creation, but also a theological reflection. They do this as mihinari as Anglicans. Uh, and so there are Maori and Pacific Islander and a couple of Pākehā sneak in there as well. You might spot them. They're a bit wider than the others. So the Pākehā is actually Dr. M. Colgan. Uh, and uh, she is about to be the Manakura at St. John's Theological College which means she is overall in charge and her area of uh, expertise is um, Old Testament scholar uh, but she reads it particularly from a uh, care of creation kind of perspective she'd call that slightly better than I would um, so we will now watch oh, I forgot the Matariki one I knew it was there